This is the Woodenville Weekly Podcast. The Woodenville Weekly is a community newspaper serving the North Shore area since 1976. We're proudly locally owned and operated. To read more in-depth stories, visit woodenville.com. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Woodenville Weekly Podcast, August 11th, 2023. Today on the podcast, music brings people together. Organization finds way to make golf the centerpiece of Woodenville, school supply drive at Church of the Redeemer, and a residential structure fire engulfs a Woodenville home. Music brings people together. When contemplating music, the common association involves notes adorning a sheet or instruments emanating melodies. While this holds true, a noteworthy movement is unfolding in Woodenville, seeking to transcend these boundaries. Here, music is perceived as a universal language that unites individuals, fostering a sense of community. The Woodenville Community Band is among the vanguards of this endeavor. We operate as a community-based ensemble, explained WCB's board president, Dave Spangler. We invite musicians from all walks to join us. Our informal audition process involves interested individuals contacting us, following which they are welcome to audition. A section leader then evaluates their performance, guiding our decisions after that. WCB comprises three bands, each specializing in diverse genres. A concert band specializes in classical renditions and large ensemble performances. The modern jazz orchestra indulges in contemporary jazz compositions. Lastly, the Pacific Cascade Band showcases swing jazz. Within WCB, participants possess varying degrees of musical expertise, Spengler noted, all members have a musical background. Some are music educators with degrees in the field, while others are dedicated amateurs who play purely for enjoyment. A caveat applies necessitating members to demonstrate aptitude in learning an instrument to partake in the band. This duality, Spengler argues, cultivates future professionals capable of contributing to symphonies and other prestigious ensembles. Maintaining an equilibrium between musical pursuits and personal life poses a challenge. Spengler elucidated creating a group solely comprising music educators, for instance, is impractical due to size constraints. Moreover, the commitments of daily life often complicate matters. WCB's concerts resonate powerfully within the Woodenville community. Attendees find solace in the music, fostering connections among one another. Spangler attested, We receive abundant appreciation for our performances. Audiences frequently praise the quality of our music, conveying their delight and admiration. Creating an inclusive environment for musicians of all backgrounds remains a priority for WCB. Spangler affirmed that this inclusivity transcends barriers, embracing individuals from diverse racial, ethnic, and religious backgrounds, reflecting society's rich tapestry and fostering robust, harmonious communities. Another advocate of music's profound reach is Kelly Larson, a music instructor from Bothell, Washington. 
Larson's upbringing steeped her in music's embrace, with familial sing-alongs and church services. Middle and high school choirs and private voice lessons propelled her passion further, eventually forming the foundation for her music studio. Larson adopts a comprehensive approach to teaching, blending private singing lessons with group sessions for both singing and ukulele playing. Guided by Caudalie-inspired education, she infuses folk music and active engagement to kindle students' interest. Larson's goal is to equip her students with the capabilities to shine on stage and partake in recitals, concerts, and other public performances. She strives to imbue skills that transcend instruments, cultivating well-rounded musicians ready to embrace any musical endeavor. The impact of music on students extends beyond the notes and lyrics. It nurtures confidence, facilitates emotional expression, and fosters empathy. Spangler and Larson's examples underscore that music surpasses its auditory bounds, weaving connections and unifying diverse individuals through shared human experiences. The essence of music often mirrors human experience, forging connections and revealing commonalities. Thus, music becomes a conduit for unity, echoing a harmonious chorus in the human tapestry. Concluded Larson. Organization finds way to make golf the centerpiece of Woodenville. Golf encompasses more than merely achieving a hole in one, a birdie, or even an eagle. It's embedded in a broader context, where the game fosters a sense of community and camaraderie. Galen Brunel, the vice president of sales at Sunday Golf, elucidates their mission. We craft products for the leisure golfer. Our motto is carry less, enjoy more. Brunel's passion for golf ignited while playing on a par-3 course with his friend and the company's CEO, Ronan Galvin. The inception of the golf company followed an undermarketed trajectory. Built from the ground up, we continually received inquiries about our bags, sparking the idea that this concept could truly resonate, Brunel recounted. According to him, Success in the golf business hinges on impeccable timing and strategic execution. Sunday Golf's domain extends beyond retail. They also function as golf manufacturers. Our specialty is creating an array of golf bags, from compact to full-set bags. Our expertise lies in golf manufacturing, Brunel clarified. Their product line expansion includes accessories like cooler bags and hats, catering to golf enthusiasts' preferences. To spur growth, Brunel's team leveraged their business acumen and embarked on e-commerce ventures, interacting directly with consumers. Soliciting timely feedback and heeding customer reviews, they adapted their bag designs, thus broadening their product range. This customer-centric approach led to a burgeoning community united through private Facebook groups and networking platforms, fostering support for Sunday Golf and its mission. The company's sales skyrocketed, boasting the sale of 200,000 golf bags to date, underscoring the pivotal role of a devoted customer base. Beyond its commercial success, Sunday Golf's impact transcends communal enrichment. Sunday Golf's core emphasis is on enjoyment, Brunel affirmed. 
the sport's burgeoning popularity, particularly among youngsters and families, reflects a collective pursuit of leisure. Commitment to the community lies at the heart of Sunday Golf's initiatives, spanning diverse programs to nurture golf's growth. Notably, the Youth on Course initiative cultivates youthful engagement with golf, stirring a joyful association with the sport. This involvement creates avenues for golfers to engage in name, image, and likeness partnerships, effectively amplifying golf's reach. However, building Sunday Golf wasn't a facile journey. Necessitating a grassroots approach, the company sought support from fans, offering them ownership in the brand. Recently, we opened this up to the public, and we've raised close to a million dollars, nine hundred fifty-four thousand dollars to date. Brunel noted, "This strategy facilitates customer investment in the company, cementing a sense of ownership and commitment." Brunel aspires to propel Sunday Golf's evolution, seeking to compete robustly within the marketplace, expanding their regional team to neighboring cities, and prioritizing community engagement and events. He envisions a synergistic relationship with organizations sharing aligned initiatives. In taking these incremental strides, Brunel anticipates a bright future for Sunday Golf, culminating in their dedication, customer support. And relentless commitment to fostering a thriving golf community. School supply drive at Church of the Redeemer. The Church of the Redeemer in Kenmore is making a difference in the lives of families experiencing housing insecurity through their school supply donation drive. For over five years, this drive has been providing essential school supplies for children at Hopelink Kenmore Place. Ensuring they are ready for the upcoming academic year, organized by Susan Switzer and Jillian Gurk, the drive aims to ease the financial burden of expensive school supplies for these families. Hopelink has provided a specific list of needed items, which donors can access online. I propose to Hopelink that we provide the students with the supplies that the schools request, and they agreed. These students all attend different schools, so I have tried to create a general list of items that they will need that are grade specific. These items: backpacks, binders, markers, pencils, paper, composition books, etc., can run upwards of one hundred dollars, which is a huge expense for any family, and especially those who have fallen on hard times," said Switzer. Contributing is simple. Select the items you wish to donate from the online catalog and purchase them from your favorite store. Donations can be delivered to the main entrance of Church of the Redeemer on Sunday mornings until August twentieth. We have a tab on our church's webpage called Giving, and the link to sign up to donate items is there," said Switzer. The online catalog is really a place to reserve what you intend to purchase, not a place to make the purchase itself. After having selected what items they will donate, the individual can purchase the items however they wish and deliver them to the church by August twentieth. In addition to item donations, Church of the Redeemer accepts monetary contributions earmarked for the school supply drive. Any extra funds will support other outreach projects benefiting Kenmore Place. Because all of this is handled confidentially. We don't get to see who we are providing the backpacks to," explained Switzer. But I will say that in 2020, as we were scrambling to figure out what school was going to look like in the middle of a pandemic, 
Our parishioners came together to brainstorm what students would need to school from home more than what was required for going to the actual school, and we were able to provide them with all the regular supplies in addition to other items that would normally have been in a classroom. At that time, many of the parishioners were not comfortable going out to do shopping, so we were able to help them purchase items online so they could be assembled and delivered in a safe manner. Hopelink. A nonprofit organization dedicated to ending poverty provides crucial social services to over 64,000 individuals each year, including transitional and long-term housing for families experiencing homelessness. I don't want to answer for Hopelink, but I believe that by helping children to start school well on the first day, we help them to have a more successful year. Helping children succeed in school helps them with their future and the self-sufficiency that HopeLink strives for. Removing barriers such as buying expensive school supplies can allow them to focus their energy and resources elsewhere," said Switzer. By supporting this school supply donation drive, community members can help children at HopeLink Kenmore Place start the school year confidently and with the necessary tools. The Church of the Redeemer's initiative. Reflects the power of community and compassion, making a positive impact on young minds facing challenging circumstances. People like to be able to help wherever they can, explained Switzer. This year, as we move back towards normalcy, our parishioners will help pack the bags before we deliver them. As for other contributions besides donations, I encourage people to donate supplies to supply drives when they can, volunteer in schools to be a lunch buddy or a reading buddy, or to pay off a family's lunch card debt. We are all in this together. Residential structure fire engulfs a Woodenville home. Eastside Fire and Rescue, along with support from Bothell, Shoreline, Redmond Fire, and Snohomish Regional Fire and Rescue, addressed a residential fire on Northeast 171st Court on August 4, 2023. The blaze was confined to one structure, and firefighters prevented its spread to adjacent homes. No occupants were located inside the affected residence. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Friday.